Cheers. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome to the Within Ourselves podcast. I'm here today with one of my best friends, Annie, and we just went to Spain. So welcome Annie to the podcast. Thank you. She is an avid listener and she supports every episode. So I'm super grateful for her support. Of course. course. (laughs) Hello everyone. And uh, so yeah, I took a kind of a break from podcasting because we went to Spain, as I said, and we were in Barcelona, Ibiza, and Valencia. And we just honestly had such a fun time. We booked the trip in July of last year. So it was almost a year of waiting for the trip. Mm -hmm. And then we like finally like boarded the plane. It was kind of like a surreal feeling. I don't know. What what did you think? It was. I think it didn't hit me until we really got on the plane. We were like in the moment of travel, you know, especially that long day of 24 hours traveling yeah it was a long travel day um especially on the way back but yeah I don't know because we always talked about it we'd be like oh my god (laughs) we're actually going to Spain like this is happening and then it actually happened Mm -hmm. and it was such a fun time um we went with EF Ultimate Break the travel company for 18 to 35 year olds and so I had heard about EF for like a really long time just I've seen like a lot of YouTubers like go on trips with them and it was something that I've always wanted to try just because I thought it'd be a good way to meet new people and the nice thing about EF is everything is well you have to pay for everything but like your flights and your accommodations and all the transportation in between cities is like taken care of so you know you pay you can pay monthly which Mm -hmm. is really nice too you don't have to like fork out like three thousand dollars all at once Mm -hmm. so but that was like the cost of like our trip probably was like around three thousand dollars just like in flights and accommodations and a bunch of other extra stuff that we booked too but yeah it was it was so much fun and I'm just like so glad that we went but yeah and then everyone was like aren't you so glad to be back and in your routine and I was like absolutely not I could have stayed out yeah no, it felt very strange coming back. Like the the lifestyle and the nine to five here is like so different right. than what we were doing. But. Yeah, and it was just nice to like not be sitting at a desk all day and just having like every day be different. It was definitely something that I needed, and I don't know. I feel like I haven't been able to recover. Like I still think about the trip like every I day. Do, too. <laughs> do you too? I do. Yeah, I really yeah. do. And like I think about like. The scenery and and the busy like streets and the the beauty of of what we like experienced and I mean it's just so different so yeah I I, I almost felt guilty for coming back because <laughs> it's just so expensive to get out there but it's so cheap to travel like once you're there mm-hmm. and I just felt like so guilty I just like thought to myself I should go somewhere else like what am I doing but you know I guess being you know a big girl now with like responsibilities I had to come back yeah unfortunately fortunately (laughs) fortunately (laughs) but we started out in Barcelona Annie had to basically be my translator (laughs) as much as I could yeah I was trying but everybody's speaking like 
Catalonian, which is a little different than Spanish. Yeah. So sometimes I was like, I have no idea what anybody's saying. Like, yeah. as much as I like know Spanish, there was a lot of times where I was like, oh boy. <laughs> it just made kind of life like a little yes. easier. Yeah. But mostly um, everyone spoke English. You know? Yeah. I mean, and that's how it was because I traveled to France like a couple years before and. I don't know. I didn't feel like it was that big of a culture shock to me just because I'd been to Europe before. I had been to France like a few years prior and they're different, but I felt that there were a lot more similarities and differences just like in the way that the buildings look. So the architecture and honestly, a lot of the food was pretty similar and it just was a similar vibe. So it was kind of what I expected, to be honest. But I know like it was your first time yeah. in Europe. So did yeah. you feel like it was a big culture shock at first or yes I think I think the city like of Barcelona itself because I've really I've really never been to like even a big city in the U.S. like uh not since I was a kid so I think that was in itself a shock and then like the fast-paced lifestyle the even the subway system I've never even been on one of those (laughs) so that was like what like people really do this like day to day and it's just so easy for them but for us it was so hard like to figure out subway system it was kind of confusing yeah it was I mean everything is in Spanish so that didn't help but Mm -hmm. um other than that I have lived in like other places that are not like in the states like in the Caribbean so I have seen like some different you know lifestyle but that was different in the sense of definitely the pace the food the architecture I mean I kind of was expecting like to be that blown away and I was blown away by like the beauty of it so in that way it was it was kind of what I was expecting but it it was just so beautiful so it really was honestly so yeah like I said we started in Barcelona and our first day we went to Park Guay mm-hmm. So that was where Antoni Gotti, he, oh God, I feel like I know all the history for this, but, um, but it's, you know, his work. That was really cool to see. Yeah. I don't know what I was expecting, um, for that at all. I just saw people take pictures all the time, like with that view. The architecture is so different. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of Dr. Seuss and like, uh, like a Willy Wonka, I don't know. It was just so, so different. Yeah, his his style was was crazy that, that he was doing that such, such a long time ago. It felt very, like, it was very natural as yeah. well. Like, he used the nature in his architecture, which was really cool. Then we went to... Sagrada Familia. Yeah, yep, Sagrada we went Familia. to Sagrada Familia, which has been in construction for 141 years. Uh, Someone paid attention. I'm, yes, I literally didn't. <laughs> uh, it's still under construction today. Um, it's probably one of the most uh, renowned churches or bas- basilica. Basilica, yep, yeah. uh, in the world. So it was really cool to see. Um, yeah. We did the tour. It was pretty surreal, honestly, yeah. standing next to it. Yeah. It was so big. Yeah. And the architecture was just crazy. We walked in and Annie literally had yeah. tears in her eyes. <laughs> but you were just kind of taken away by its beauty, yeah. honestly. And I mean, Annie, you love you love art, mm-hmm. so. And we've studied, I've studied it in like art history classes, like never imagining I would be there. But like, and right. it was like, yeah, like the most. Um, yeah, like the stained glass yeah. windows and all the light. 
from those windows like just had all of these colors reflecting everywhere and it was just it felt I could have stayed in there forever yeah me too it was immense like it was it was just so grand Yeah, yeah it really was and then what else did we do that day? Annie has like the pictures. Yeah, we got the pictures right now because we're trying to remember it. everything that we did. I mean, we obviously walked around a lot. We did some shopping. The Zara there is like really mm-hmm. cool. Oh, and then after the, you know, we saw the Basilica, we went and got like tapas. Yes. Um, which are a big thing in Spain. So just like little appetizers and all the food there was delicious. Yeah. Those are really good. Yeah. Um, And then we had sangria. And it was funny because we got sangria, chugged my sangria. I mean, I didn't even think I was drinking it that fast. And I look around at everyone else. Like, I look at Annie and everyone else around me. And they had, like, full glasses. (laughs) What is wrong with me? It was just so good. (laughs) It was was really good. good. The sangria there tasted like juice. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that hot either. I think that was one thing that also surprised me. I had packed for like a tropical vacation. And when we first got to Barcelona, it was cloudy and a little rainy and like only 50 degrees. And so, I mean, we weren't the only ones. Everyone in our group was not really prepared for that because I only packed one sweater I think, and I just wasn't prepared at all. Yeah, I had a cardigan. It wasn't cold, but we were just expecting summer weather. And I was surprised that it wasn't really summer weather, I guess. And then what else did we do? We did. We did the paella cooking class. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. Um, It was like we split up into two groups with our tour, and we were in a big cooking class, learned how to cook um basically it was chicken paella which apparently is valencian paella yep um it was really yummy Uh, we also made was that uh gazpacho soup Mm -hmm. that was so good and then the the dessert we made that was the um catalan I'm glad Annie remembers everything. Oh, crema, crema de Catalan. <laughs> yeah. It's like creme brulee. Yeah. And he's really like good. taking notes yeah. on his tours. I know. I think I put comments on like all of these pictures. That's but, smart. Yeah. It was nice to I honestly, track. I think that that paella was my favorite. Yeah. The one that we did mm-hmm. in the cooking class. It was very fresh. Um, it was really good. Every, I think we had paella twice after that but that was the first time we had it Mm -hmm. i also think it was the best one i did too um but the cooking class was super fun i had never done a cooking class before me and annie like you know we were in there yeah spatulas (laughs) yeah we were here you were uh grating the oh yeah tomatoes oh yeah i did the um pan tomate like tomato bread oh man i was grating tomatoes and Mm -hmm. oh my gosh the bread was so good in spain Mm -hmm. But yeah, what was that called with the tomato and yeah. like the olive oil and salt, right? That was like yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the it was like grated tomato. tomato bread. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Good. They even put that like on the sandwiches. Like every sandwich has like the tomato rubbed into the bread with some garlic. It's so good. It's so good. I need to start making that yeah. here because we could. Mm-hmm. We could make it pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Like. Yes. But yeah, the cooking class was so much fun. Yes. After the, that. Yeah. And then one of the girls in our group, her boyfriend is a huge um, FC Barcelona fan. And she told us, hey, there's going to be this huge 
parade, like they just won the league or something yeah. like that. And so she's leading us and we all of a sudden hear a crowd of people coming up behind us, like chanting. And all of a sudden we're just surrounded by people and FC Barcelona jerseys. And we're like in this like mob and we're like yeah. running to like get to the spot where the team was going to be. And it was so crazy, a really crazy experience. Yeah. At the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just in the background casually. Yeah. Just casually in the background. And the yeah. whole team's like, that was crazy. Yeah. So that was super unexpected. Yeah. They won. Super cool. La Liga. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was really cool to yeah. see. Shout out to the girl that yeah. like, harassed us. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I actually haven't even told like any of my family that, or I don't think. Yeah, that was. Bad. So if they listen to this, um, I I'm so, I was so like okay, I wasn't mad at like anyone, but like I don't speak Spanish really, like not even really. I don't speak Spanish at all. And so this girl behind us is just yelling bloody murder. And I turn to Annie, I'm like, what is this girl's problem? (laughs) And she's like, oh, she's not saying, like, I think you said, like, she's saying something mean. Yeah, she's not being nice. Oh, like, she's just, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, cursing us. Just cursing something. Yeah. And then later on, Annie told me that she was literally yelling at us yeah and what was she saying she okay well she was basically I mean she was saying she was cursing at us like calling us like dumb Americans and and all this other stuff like chaos um meanwhile I'm standing there yeah. like oblivious I'm like hey <laughs> I mean you know, we were just standing there yeah. like really just recording mm-hmm. like the whole thing going on so it was just it was just like a very weird scenario of like I don't know just very loud in 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 our ear harassment and yeah and I just acted like I didn't know what she was saying because I just didn't want to you know contribute to the chaos but right yeah that was weird and afterwards I was like why didn't you yeah. tell me I was so mad I just felt like stupid I think in the moment that I didn't know what she was saying and we were, I mean, everyone was looking at yeah. us. Like, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, man, this is quite <laughs> embarrassing, but I'm going to pretend like I don't know. I'm also like, is it that obvious? I guess I guess it is. <laughs> there are also girls right next to us speaking English. Yeah, that's so true. She's like 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, That's the other thing. I was like, okay. <laughs> if she was like a grown-old man, I'd be very that's scared. I'd be a little scary. Yeah. yeah. But she was very, like, young, so... Silly. I mean, I went out one night to this club called Opium. Yeah. And it was a blast. The music was so good. Probably one of the most, like, fun nights out that I've ever had in my life, except the vodka rebels. $22 (laughs) was not fun. That's crazy. But when you have, like, six of them, you just, like, don't care anymore. I mean, that was the one thing in Spain. I mean, I could have done it budget friendly but I didn't really care because I don't go on trips like that Mm -hmm. very often and I mean I don't even know the last time I was abroad and so if I wanted six vodka rebels that were $22 each I was gonna have them yeah yeah (laughs) so and I don't know I just didn't really restrict myself which now like I'm kind of paying the cost for you know I racked up some money on my credit card not yeah. a lot not a lot money money but money money yeah so if you're ever in Barcelona yes. I highly suggest you go to Opium because it was 
so, so fun. We did a lot of exploring on our own, but those were some of the highlights, yeah, we... um, I feel, mm-hmm. of Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Ibiza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Ibiza was so different than Barcelona, mm-hmm. but it was nice because we had the tropical vibes going. It was also just a really nice area. Yeah. There were a ton of restaurants and clubs that lined the water mm-hmm. and... The food was really good there. Mm-hmm. Not cheap, though. I feel yeah. like in Barcelona, you could get a meal for pretty cheap, but Ibiza was definitely touristy, yeah. I feel. Yeah. I don't think that a lot of people lived there, what I got the vibe of. Maybe, like, vacation rentals, but right. definitely tourists. Because there were a lot of British people there. Yeah. There were a lot of people speaking English. Yeah. So I didn't really feel like we were in Spain when no. we were there, but I really liked it. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of people, from my impression, a lot of people in Europe, they vacation there, yeah. which I can see why. It's it's beautiful, and I mean, the clubs were so fun. What? So the first day, yeah. we mm-hmm. went on a catamaran. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was hurting oh, a little oh, bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that was the day I was, yeah, I was not yeah. feeling too, too well. <laughs> well, we had got, did we go out the night before? The catamaran? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, did. we did. We did. We went, what was the club called that we went to? It was a very spur of the moment, like. shop? No. That wasn't that night. Oh, oh, El uh, Paradis. Yeah. El Paradise. It was very last minute because we weren't going to go out that night because we had just gotten in, yeah. really. Yeah. And we all decided, and yeah, Annie was hurting. I was hurting the next day. Yeah. On the boat with, mind yeah. you, swells of. I want to say the waves that day, while we were out in, like, the middle of the ocean, they had to have been over five feet. Like, I've never... I've it been, was pretty crazy. I I've mean, there weren't really any other boats out because the waves were pretty rough. <laughs> At least the catamaran was really big. I mean, I wasn't that affected by it. Only when we were kind of moving, but when we were stationary, like, I was fine. Oh, yeah, I was but it was it was, it was really though. beautiful yeah. and I mean they got they had music playing, they made food for us. Our like one bartender guy was really attractive. <laughs> That's the one thing I will say too, is the men in Ibiza were like literally beautiful. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a boyfriend, I get quiet. My lips are zoo. No, but they really were. I felt like I was on Love Island. I think everybody Everybody was attracted. Like, Everyone. Women I mean, were, yeah. were just gorgeous. It was just gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, so we did the catamaran cruise the first day with everyone, which was super fun. Yes. We had a lot of free time, right? Yeah, we had a lot of free time. I, I know there was one day where you and I just walked around the island and explored, yep. which was really fun. Yep. Wait, what's that We went picture? to this, um, what's the... Oh, I don't have a picture like that. Yes, send that on the me? bus. Yeah, yeah. Okay, me. yeah, send that to me. Um, that's... Yeah, that's, um... Cala... We Cala de... Or Cala Vidia. Yeah. Beach. Okay. Yeah, a little cove. A little cove yeah. of, like, a... It felt very, like, local, too. Local. Yeah. Really yeah. pretty. So we went, we went there one day, and honestly, probably, like, one of the most beautiful beaches yeah. I've ever been to. Yeah. I was blown away. I don't even know how we got there, because it felt like we were going up a mountain. <laughs> we ended up... In this co yeah. beach area, but 
It was so nice. Beautiful. I honestly think that that beach day and then we went to um, Isla Es Vedra. Yeah. I'm saying that right? Yeah. But which is this like really pretty like cliff overlook cliff. Mm-hmm. I think it's the island that's called. Yeah, um, that is yeah. Es Vedra. Out there. But it was so, so beautiful. Just a lot of great views that day. So much beauty all around us. And, I mean, I love a good tropical yeah. vibe. So I honestly think that that was my favorite day. Yeah, I think so, too, because that was... It was just so peaceful. It was crazy. It was so beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. I think that that was my favorite. did that at sunset. Yeah. And their tour guide, like, didn't even tell us we were doing that. No. She was like, well, we're going here. She got, like, snacks and drinks for us, like, to do, like, a big toast. Um, it was really sweet. And it was sunset. It was really beautiful. And... It was really, really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, we went to this day club oh, called yeah. O Beach. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. It was. It was probably too much fun. <laughs> I Yeah, that was fun. But it was a lot of fun. That definitely felt like we were on Love Island. Yes. Because everyone there is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And everyone, like, all the guys are ripped. All the girls are ripped. Like, there were girl, girls in high heels, like, in bikinis. Yeah. That was the vibe. Oh, everyone yeah. was in swimsuits. But it was so much fun, and the music was really good, and we had this amazing sushi when we were there. I forgot about that. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, so yum. Oh, gosh, what else? I mean, it was just so much fun. You met, like, the owner of where I was. <laughs> we were, we were but... <laughs> I was off doing my own thing. We were, like, outside in VIP, like, the bouncer's, like... Yeah, that's the one over there. Do you guys want to go into VIP and like meet him? We're like, no, we're not in VIP. He just like pushed us in there and was like, go get a picture with him. And then it turns out he's um, Gary Lenneker's brother. So, you know, that's that was crazy. Yeah, what's the guy's name? Uh, this was his brother. I don't remember. Uh, o Beach owner. Yeah, yeah, the owner. So Annie met him. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where I was. And then Gary Lacker was on Ted Lasso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Crazy. Yeah. There was a guy swinging from a wrecking ball in the air. <laughs> they All these girls came out. They didn't even look real. No. They literally looked fake. Yeah. I don't know, these girls. Just not in, like, a bad no, way. No. They, they just, just like... looked like, like Barbie dolls. Yeah, they were crazy. And they came out in these police uniforms, and they're like... All of a sudden, it's like, this is the police. Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> and it was just crazy. And then there was like a cage brought out yeah. and people were like going crazy. And they're taking people from the crowd into the cage. And I'm like, oh my God, like, do not pull me in there. But crazy. it was crazy. It was just like a whole production. Yeah. And that was just, it was such a fun time. It definitely felt like, um, like at any moment, like there was gonna be a celebrity or something like you could just tell it was like that kind of high-end like love island yeah. kind of place for for tourists it really was, it was cool shout out to Sam. yeah <laughs> you know who you are wait oh who oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this <laughs> you might be <laughs> 
And then that night, one night we went to Papja. Yeah. I don't know when that happened. Maybe it was the night before. Yeah, yeah. And it was fun. It was yes. the music in Ibiza was interesting mm -hmm. because it was house music, but it almost felt as if you were in a trance. Yeah, felt like a like a art music video. Like the yeah. music is on loop. People are like dancing very crazily, like they're on drugs. But you know, yeah, it was it was a weird. But also fun time, you know? Yeah, it was really, really fun. It's different. It just, I guess after the first hour or two, a lot of the music starts to sound the same. Mm -hmm. But it was still really fun, though. Was. All the lights and everything were really cool. It was packed. Yeah. It was packed. Yeah. And drinks were expensive there, too. Like $23, again, for a vodka rebel. Yeah. $10 for a water. Yeah, $10 for a water? Not getting that. Yeah, you can get a water for free. Yeah, I know. They really, you know. That is the thing, though. In Europe, beer is cheaper than water. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah. But um, when we were in Ibiza, we stayed at Amistad Island Hostel, which was both of our first hostel experience. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the hostel? I, honestly, I was okay with it. Even though we were sharing, you know, the room with six other girls, honestly, didn't really matter because we were just sleeping there. Um, but I really liked the community of it, like the downstairs bar. That's where they would have the pre-games. There would be games, karaoke. Um, it was just really good, good vibes. It was probably like the least nice out of all of them. Yeah. Because in Barcelona, we all had our own rooms. And then in Valencia, me and Annie shared a room. But in Ibiza, it was six girls to a room in bunk beds. And we're all sharing one bathroom. <laughs> but honestly, like you said, I was okay with it. Because we were never in our room. Mm -hmm. We were always out exploring. And then you'd go out and you'd come back. And it's late anyway. So I felt like... Honestly, I just felt like it was really fun. Yeah. Kind of, you know, got to know the girls that we were sharing a room with. Like you said, I really liked the community aspect. Mm -hmm. We had, They had pregame for the hostel, and they had a bar there, and it was two drinks for $10, mm -hmm. which was pretty good. And these drinks would get you right. <laughs> they would get you right. <laughs> and um, That's what got me wrong, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, it was just so much fun. Um, we, you know, showed the Europeans how to play beer pong. Mm -hmm. We won every time. Yep. They were like, where are you guys from? Like, America. They're like, mm, makes sense. Land of the beer pong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Land of the beer pong. So we killed it. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just so fun to meet people from literally all over the world. Just kind of crazy to think how many different people there were from different countries at this hostel pregame. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was the craziest pregame. Yeah. Like, but it was so fun. And the crazy thing is the pregame started at like 1130. Oh, yeah. And we wouldn't leave to go to the club until 1. And the clubs in Ibiza and just Spain in general, and most of Europe, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure, stay open until 6 a.m., so it'd be kind of crazy because we'd get to a club 
and it'd be the time that we're normally leaving the bars yeah. here. That's so true. Because we got to Pacha, and I, like, put something on my story right when we got there, and I put a timestamp, and I put, it was 1.45 a.m. Oh, That's wow. when we got to Pacha. Wow. It's weird, though. You don't, it doesn't feel that late. No, it doesn't. Like, because we start later. It didn't feel, and then it doesn't, yeah, it didn't feel like it was four in the morning when we got home or, you know, whatever, like. Yeah, I just think because there was so much going on at these clubs, time just ceased to exist, honestly. I'd say if you're going to Ibiza, you have to definitely go to O Beach um, one day and definitely go to um, Isla Espedra. Yeah. You definitely have to go there and check out that view because that was just absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Also, didn't know this when we went there, but I looked it up, that that place is the most magnetic place on Earth. What? Yeah. No so, way. I don't really know what that means, but... <laughs> I don't either, but... I don't know. Probably put some magnets and find out. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe, like, magnetic in the sense... Like the field? Like the... That... I don't know. I saw, like, there's a lot of... Uh, I guess, myths behind that area, and a lot of people go there because it's so magnetic that you can, like, make, like, a wish. Oh, I see. I don't know. That could be totally wrong. No, I mean, like... if it's wrong, I'm going to edit this out. (laughs) But... And um, I believe it. I definitely did read, though, that it is the most magnetic place on Earth. So not necessarily sure what that means. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's kind of cool. That is cool. But... Yeah, Ibiza was super, super fun. Mm -hmm. I would definitely go back for sure. Um, And then we went to Valencia. Yes. We took a ferry there, Mm -hmm. which I wasn't really sure what to expect on the ferry, but it was pretty cool. It It was nice. I mean, it was enclosed. It felt like we were on a really, really big plane, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't feel like the rocking or... Yeah, but it was nice. We could get up and walk around. You could get food. It was about two hours, mm-hmm. so it was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what do you think of Valencia? I do. Um, I love Valencia. Um, I really, I really liked that it was a little bit smaller, like feeling than Barcelona. Not as city like. It kind of reminded me of like walking around the streets of like downtown San Juan or like Saint Augustine in a way. I don't know. I think it was my favorite spot. For sure. Yeah, I really liked Valencia. I think I was pleasantly surprised. I almost felt like it was a good mix between Barcelona and Ibiza Mm -hmm. because it gave a lot more beach vibe than Barcelona did, but it also gave a city vibe. But like you were saying, not as big of a city. Yeah. And I felt like it was really vibrant there. There were Mm -hmm. so many people out and about, you know, sitting outside at restaurants, people on bicycles, people on scooters, people walking around, young people, old people. And I felt like everyone was pretty nice there too. Yeah. Um, and the beach area that we went to was really nice as mm-hmm. well. Kind of reminded me of Italy a lot. Wasn't it called like Little yeah. Italy, yeah, this area that we went to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. little marina and the canals. Mm-hmm. I wish it would, we would have had more time in Valencia, to be honest. Yeah. I think the trip would have been perfect with one more day in Valencia. Yep. And that would have been perfect. Um, and yeah, and then we went to... The uh, Palau de les Arts. 
And sciences, I think. Yeah, it was like the city <laughs> yeah. of city of sciences. Yeah, that which was, was pretty cool. It's crazy. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, um, it was interesting because Valencia had this obviously very like historic old town area, mm-hmm. and then you had this completely modern area like right next to it. Yeah, very futuristic, and so it was interesting to kind of see both sides of Valencia. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Yeah, I feel like Valencia was a lot of, you know, free time. We just did a lot of exploring. We didn't really have a plan when we went to these places. No. Um, and honestly, I was fine with that. Mm. And yeah, I mean, what were your opinions on going with EF? Do you think you would do it again with EF? Or do you, you know, what were your, what were your thoughts? Pros, I- cons? I think pros was definitely not having to plan, like, your itinerary and doing, being able to, like, go with the flow. Also being able to adventure around, like, what we did was just, like, walk around basically on our own um, and exploring, which I really liked. And I think the only con I would say, honestly, maybe is just the payments. Yeah. <laughs> like, the paying of, like... Every single, like, other week was a little, you know, stressful. But, right. I mean, it was definitely better than paying it in a lump sum, like, all in one. So, mm-hmm. but everything else was, like, very smooth. There were some, like, bumps with, like, some of the tour guide, like, you know, things. But yeah. that was honestly, like, nothing in our control. So, I think it was very smooth, like, well-planned out trip. Like, we did so much in, like... Eight days, basically. Yeah, we really did. We, I mean, everything that we could possibly think of. So I thought it was a great experience. Like, I would definitely recommend it for for other people. Yeah. Yeah. So we were supposed to have a different tour guide. And then literally the morning of, our tour guide had to mm-hmm. cancel due to a family emergency. Um, but luckily... Um, you know, we had a tour guide step in and she was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like you said, that was probably the only con, but that was something that was out of our control and probably usually doesn't happen. Yeah. Shout out Inez. Yes. Shout out Inez. Um, she was great. And yeah, I think, you know, pros, I think a big pro is the payment plan. You don't have to fork out $3,000 at once. You can pay every two weeks or you can pay monthly. But yeah, I mean, like you were saying, it was definitely a little hard to pay for it at times, Mm -hmm. but definitely, definitely worth it. Mm -hmm. And I think a big pro was, yeah, we had an itinerary in a sense. We had things planned, but I also felt like there was a lot of free time. And the things that were planned are things that you would want to do your first time in these cities. Mm -hmm. So... Pretty much every excursion that we did was planned with EF. I think everything that we mentioned in this podcast, I don't think that there was, I mean, unless if there was like random spontaneous things and like the clubs that we went to, but pretty much everything else was planned by them, which was really nice. And any transportation to and from the airport in between cities was taken care of for us. We didn't have to stress about that. Mm-hmm. And then whenever we got to Barcelona too, Inez, our tour guide, she gave us our Metro cards right away and showed us how to use the Metro, which was really nice because had we just gone there by ourselves, I mean, I don't know how we would have figured out how to get a Metro card. 
And we would probably have had no idea like how to work any of that. So I would say just little things like that, like your Metro card in Barcelona are things that you don't think of, but are actually like really important. And so it was nice to like little, little details that you didn't have to worry about. Yeah. I will say I didn't feel stressed once. No. Yeah. And I feel that trips like that can be stressful and I didn't feel stressed at all. Yeah. And I think it's because those big things like transportation in between cities and your accommodations and everything was taken care of. And obviously Ines spoke Spanish and so yeah. she was able to like do a lot of communicating for us. Um, but I think that was like a big pro and then we would have had a ton of fun by ourselves, I'm sure. But I also think it was a lot more fun to to meet people mm-hmm. through the EF trip. You know, we were, uh, I think there were 23 other girls. Yeah. Or 22 other 22. girls and one boy. Shout out Kevin. <laughs> yeah, shout out Kevin. <laughs> um, so he was a trooper. Yeah. But yeah, so it was basically a girls trip plus Kevin. But we met, you know, a lot of people. And I think really the only con would be like... I mean, you just don't get to pick your accommodations, Mm -hmm. Um, which it's nice that they take care of that for you. But like I said, I think like our place in Barcelona wouldn't have been a place I would have picked. I would have liked to have been closer to like more of the action happening downtown, which it wasn't even far for us to go to that. But it would have just been nicer to have a different location Mm -hmm. when we were there. So you know, I think that that's the bad thing with EF is like, if you don't like where you're staying, you can't really like do anything, about do it. anything about it. And you don't really have, I mean, they send everything to you eventually, but kind of have to put a lot of trust in yeah. them. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I think I would, I think I would go again. Yeah. I would love to just do a trip that I fully planned myself at some point. But I think that if you're looking to travel cheaply and maybe like you don't have you know, any friends that really want to travel with you, I think that, especially if you're a solo traveler, yeah. I think the EF um, is the way to go, honestly. Yeah, a lot of people on there were solo travelers. I didn't even know people did that. Like, yeah. I've never thought about it, like, myself, because I've never, I just would be too afraid, I guess. But, <laughs> but oh, like, a lot of the girls were like, yeah, I'm by myself. Yeah. And that's how they make friends. Like, they, they've, on, they've, been, they've been on their third EF trip now, so they're like, yeah, made some of my best friends on these trips like that's so cool yeah there are a lot of people that had done ef trips before too so i think goes to show when Mm -hmm. people are like returning Mm -hmm. they enjoyed their experience so um use my code um u a maya n a i y a 100 Mm -hmm. to get a hundred dollars off yeah use my code to get a hundred dollars off your next ef trip Oh, sippy break. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I felt really like professional just yeah, then. Yeah, that was like a like an ad almost. Yeah, I know. Are but it wasn't though. Sponsored. I mean, I didn't have to say that. No, but no, no. I am an ambassador. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. I mean, that would be yeah, hundred dollars off the trip. That's a so that's pretty good. That's a good amount. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> At all, but <laughs> could be could be sponsored potential potential sponsorship potential sponsorship in the making. Amen. I guess now we can just kind of dive into like some of our overall takeaways and lessons from the trip. I don't know, Annie. Do you wanna do you wanna kick us off? I'll kick us off with 
I think my biggest lesson was amount of world that I have left to see is very vast. Like I, that was like just scratching the surface. Like there's so much more to see, especially like on that side of the world. And I just am really fascinated with like the architecture and the art, obviously, and like the history, but also just like seeing people, like people watching in Europe is crazy compared to here. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. Like the, the difference of culture. And I love like the language, uh, like the food, obviously, but I think, yeah, I think just being aware that like where you are in your life is, it doesn't have to be like so confined and it's possible to like see like new places. And, And that's what, you know, ultimately is like, the best return is, is having those experiences. So yeah, seeing, seeing more. Yeah. It's going to sound so cheesy, but this is the within ourselves podcast yeah. and we get deep. Yeah. So, but I, I totally agree. I think anytime I travel, I'm just reminded of how big the world is and how much I have left to see, which can be really overwhelming to think about. But I also think too, that I'm always reminded that there are literally so many people in the world. And I am literally just a speck on this earth. And you can view that in a negative or a positive way. Um, I like to think of it as a positive way because when you're literally a speck on this earth, I mean, nothing really matters. Like If you want to book that plane ticket and go to Spain, then do it Mm -hmm. because really nothing is stopping you. Um, and you know, you can, there's always money and there's always work and there's, you know, all these external factors, but you know, at the end of the day, I think that the universe rewards you for taking risk and yeah, I mean, this trip was not cheap, but I don't regret spending a penny. Like Mm -hmm. I would do it all over again. I'd spend the same amount. I I think it was so worth it because I also think too, another takeaway is that like, experiences are so much greater than materialistic goods I think you will never regret investing in memories you know we talked about how there's just so many people in the world (laughs) but you know there are so many experiences left for you to have and there's so many more people that you're going to meet who are going to love you who you're going to connect with like not even just abroad but even in you know the U.S. And so I think that that's just a good reminder that, I don't know. I also think too that I just now thought of this, but I think a lesson is we're really not all that different. Mm -hmm. We met people from all over the world when we were there and we were able to connect with people that live in, you know, France and Italy and Switzerland and Germany and England. And it's just crazy to think about that we come from such different cultural backgrounds, but really like at the root of it all, like we are really all the same. Mm -hmm. I think another thing too, just like personally that I realized on the trip is that I'm a lot more capable than I thought I was. After doing the trip, I could definitely see myself traveling on my own Mm -hmm. and going to these places and I just think meeting a lot of people from all over the world and just having this experience just kind of gave me 
like the confidence to do that and be like, hey, I think that this is something that you could do on your own. Mm-hmm. I think I like needed that like little push to go like with you and like yeah. with EF. And obviously I would always rather go with yeah. friends yeah. than go by myself. But mm-hmm. I think it just goes to show that I like I'm way more capable than I think I am. Mm-hmm. I love the way that I felt when I was in Spain. I just felt so on fire Mm -hmm. and I felt so confident. It's like an eye-opening thing. It was an eye-opening experience and I will probably make it my entire personality for the rest of my life. But it really was. And I mean, I took a picture. I remember I took a picture, a selfie of myself in Ibiza when we were at the beach. And I think I took the photo very randomly. Like we were walking, snapped the photo. And I looked at it and I thought to myself, wow, I look so beautiful. Like, I feel so confident. Like, I feel so like myself in this moment right now. And I think I turned to you and I was like, I don't even know the last time I took a selfie this Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds like, I don't know if that sounds cocky or whatever, but I mean, I, I normally don't, I like taking photos, but normally I can't just take a selfie randomly and Mm -hmm. like the photo and... I don't know. It just... It's like your aura, though. Like Yeah, I just felt like I was just on fire out there. Beauty. And I just felt... Feel like travel just really gives me the confidence. Mm-hmm. I think just being able to, like, navigate cities on your own, having the confidence to talk to other people from all around the yeah. world. It just... Literally the opposite of being sheltered. Like, yeah. the complete opposite of being in your own little bubble. Well, we talked about it, too. I remember... I think we were in Valencia when we were in our hotel room. Mm-hmm. And I think you said that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you said that um, it kind of made you realize, like, how we're in such a bubble in yeah. St. Augustine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. No, it does. Like, our, like, we get so used to, like, our, our worlds of, like, the small, like, city. You know, like, a, a small town feeling is mm-hmm. very comfortable. But there's just, like, like I said before, just so much more to see and. So many more experiences and memories to be made outside of your comfortability. Like, that, you know, there is a great reward in that. Yeah, I think growth definitely happens outside of your comfort zone. I I do think living in St. Augustine, you do kind of feel a little sheltered sometimes. And really, there is a lot of people from all over the world in St. Augustine, but you know, you get in your routine and you have your group of friends and it's really nice to have community. There's a lot of value in having a home and having community for sure. But yeah, I think what you were saying, it just was really an eye-opening trip and I can't wait to go back. Mm-hmm. So see you soon, Spain. Yeah, see you soon. <laughs> but I don't know, where do you want to go next? I know, I'm like, um, I guess the next trip. <laughs> literally, like we can go anywhere we want. Like that's crazy. Yeah. I kinda I do want to go to London though. Yeah, I really yeah. want to go to London too. Yeah. I Scotland. Yeah. My brother was just in London and he went to Italy too. And um he really liked London. I just want to be hub yeah. in London and like the back of a dark alley. Like that actually sounds so yeah. creepy, but you kind of get the vibe. Yeah. I want to be in like a dimly lit bar, mm-hmm. just drinking a pint of beer. Mm. Yeah, just bantering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that'll I be. I want to be in my Ted Lasso era. I think. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I want to go, I want to go everywhere. I want to go everywhere, but so stay tuned. Yeah. Where we go next. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm happy to answer any questions that anyone has and it was, it was an experience Yeah, and I am not accepting that this is my reality now. <laughs> it's okay, Maya. <laughs> Somebody will use your promo code. Yeah, use my promo code. Help yeah. me out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thanks, Annie, for yes. being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. Most gracious. <laughs> Annie just like bowed right now. I wish, this is why sometimes I wish that I recorded these podcasts, but maybe in the future. But thanks everyone for listening and be on the lookout for new episodes coming very, very soon. And we'll see you next time. Adios.